this is Spanner from the Spanner Riggs Show. We're here, me and Riggs here, episode 11, and we went a little different this time. All you Nodak Speedway guys out there, we had young Jacob Smith, 17-year-old, who's entering the Arco West NASCAR circuit this fall on, and we had Kenny Shepard, owner of the Madera Speedway, on today. Uh, great interview, very informative. Here we go. Hey, hey, we, we got, got uh, Jacob, Jacob Smith, Smith here, here, one of uh, race cars, cars youngest, youngest phenoms. Uh, he uh, races, races out of the Madera Speedway, and, and he will be moving on to the, the Arco NASCAR Arco West. Is that right, right Jacob? Yeah, the yeah, NASCAR, NASCAR Arco West. Arco West. NASCAR Arco West is uh, this October, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, October fourteenth. So, so uh, tell, tell us, uh, how old were you when you started when you started driving? Well, when, well, I, when I, started, I first started, I was six years old. My dad and I were from, from Idaho. Idaho. Um, um, we were over we at our, at our road show that we had every year. And the local, local go-kart club, club, they had a big set, set up with, up with a, a few go-karts. Few karts karts and and I was climbing in and out, and out of them, and that's kind of where we got to start. Next thing you know, we only went out to the racetrack. We ended up plugging into Larry Rob, getting my first go-kart. And from there, we just kind of started putting started a, lot, a lot of lap scenes in after school, school when I was, when I was in kindergarten, kindergarten we would go to the racetrack after school, after school and, and, and uh, just put in a bunch of laps and, and that's kind of where, 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 where it all started. Now, tell, tell us a little, little bit about, about uh, you, know, you know, for, for the, the, the racing game has kind of changed a little bit. You know, I had a guy that a friend of mine that worked with Sebastian Vettel in F1 and, you know, back in the day, guys would just jump in cars and go. It seems, it seems like now there's just a lot more preparation for, for racers at all levels. Preparation both mentally and physically. So do you do, do any of that stuff? Do you, I mean, do you have like a kind of routine that prepares yourself? Or how do you prepare for your races? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, then, then, uh, then uh, um, I, I go to the gym, gym every, every week, week and I've got a good little regiment right there. And mainly, mainly my, my, my workouts are also around, around um, the muscles, um, muscles that I'll use when I'm in the race car and, 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 and building, that building that endurance. That endurance. Um, when we do those 100 lap races and down in Madera, it gets about 105, 106 degrees during the summer. So our August and July race is super hot. It's about 140 degrees inside the cockpit of the car. So... Um, in, order, in order to go that, that long distance, distance for an hour and a half, half two hours, two hours time, at a time, it takes, it takes a lot of cardio, cardio um, and a lot, and a lot of muscular endurance, endurance um, versus, you know, really, you know, really broad, broad strength. So there's a lot, there's a lot of physical, physical preparation, preparation to it, um, but also, but the, also mental the mental side, side of it, of, you know, staying, staying focused on hitting your marks, your marks and, and you know, doing, as, doing you as you practice. There's a lot that goes on. You get a little bump from the car behind. You try to stay calm and collected versus getting head to head and forcing you to start making errors. So there's a lot of that. You fly down to the races. So I get a good little couple hour and a half, two hours on the airplane to clear my mind and kind of focus on, okay, this is what I'm going to do this weekend. So tell us about the jump from kart racing to car, car racing, racing. And, and how did that happen? Yeah, yeah. So, so that happened three years ago now, now 2020. 2020. Um, at, um, this at this point, point I, I raced I, I in the regional, regional um, go kart series, series, the Northwest Cup, Cup, and, and uh, raced, uh, raced all up and down, down the West Coast for about eight about years, years competitively. And I won six regional championships, two national championships, and six local championships. 
um, along with, along a, with a, Sid a Sid White Memorial Award. award. Um, and and uh, I, have, I have a lot, lots, lots, of, lots, of, lots of different, different rookie of the year sort of things. things. Um, so um, when, when 2020, 2020 came around, I was turning 15, 15, and, and um, that was that was the the year of, year of you know, hey, you know, hey, if I want to, I, you know, I knew I, I knew I wanted to take racing to the next level, and I had my goal set on becoming a NASCAR driver. We got we got in touch with a guy named John Newhouse out of Twin Falls, Idaho. Um, his daughter, um, his daughter, daughter had a new house, grew up racing, grew up racing go-karts, go-karts um, went through the went same ranks, same ranks I'm, going I'm going through right now in the, the prolate pro models, models to the, to the uh, Arco, Arco West series. series. And, and um, now um, she's now a, a pit report. We plugged into John, John Newhouse, Newhouse and, and um, raced, raced a Northwest, Northwest Tour truck. truck. Here locally up at Speedway, a little quarter mile asphalt track. And then we raced down in Twin Falls, which is a 3.8 paved track. Um, um, so once so I got once into that, into that, you know, going you know, going from, from a go-kart that weighs, that weighs you know, 315, 315 pounds, to uh, a 3,000 pound car, car that has full suspension, suspension. Um, you're throwing um, a lot throwing of weight around, around and you're, and you're doing, doing 85, 85 miles an hour. Um, um, it was a big, it was a big jump. jump. I think that, I think that, that carding definitely allowed for me to have a great foundation. Um, to, um, where to where when I got, got into that, that I, was, I was able to uh, able adapt to it fairly quickly. So so yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the jump from carting to cars is, is, uh, is uh, it's different. It's different, that's, that's for sure. sure. You know, you know I, I, I married into, into a, a racing family, family uh, the Earnhardt family. They, they, my in-laws, in-laws are big junior fans, and they, of course, have all the flags and everything like that. But that's kind of how I got to learn how racing and you know, you know the, the intricacies that go on with it. But did, did you, uh, like, do you have a, like a favorite racer or an idol that you try to emulate? emulate? Uh, I'm sure, you know, you know in your family, that you probably watch a lot of the big NASCAR, NASCAR races. races. But, but do you, you have, have a personal uh, favorite that you, that you, you pull for all the time? Or are you just always so focused on your own your own racing? Well, it's funny you ask me. We usually, the TV in our house is never on except for Sundays when the cup races on. So, um... That's, uh, that's uh, I don't really, I don't really have, have a number, number one driver. I mean, there's I mean, a lot, there's a lot of them like, that I like, a lot of them, a lot of them that come from a background of me, background me and, and go-karting. Um, but uh, but uh, for, for me, I'm a big Kyle Larson fan. I know that's, I know that's kind of a, a trend, a trend right, now, right now, but uh, coming, from, coming from, from where, where he started in the dirt and, and, and um, you know, having, you know, having that talent to be fast and he drives is something that I admire. So he's definitely probably my favorite right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell, tell us, uh, you know, you move up, up and, you know, you're, you're the rookie, rookie and whatnot. And whatnot uh, what, what, do, do, they do they treat you like a rookie or because you're a kid? They, they treat you with white gloves? gloves? Do they, they rub you? Tell, tell us some, some of the, the, the dirty, dirty techniques, techniques uh, the, you know, the vets. What do, what do they, they do, do to kind of muscle the rookies around? Or, you know, and do you do that to other inexperienced drivers? Tell us a little bit what it's like on the track when someone's trying to bully somebody. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, no, it's uh, it kind of goes, goes back to that, that, that mental state. state. Um, if you're getting, if you're getting, you know, kind of bullied around the racetrack, racetrack and you're letting, and you're letting your head, your head make start making mistakes, um, um, that's when that's you can really, really start, start to, to have an accident, you know, spin, you know, out, spin and out and cause a cause caution, caution. But, um, um, no, no, I mean, moving up from the junior late models, I'm at Madeira last year into the pro late models this year. I went from that 11 to 16, 18 age range to you know, you know 16, 16 to, to you know, big, big adults, adults right? right so um, um there's a lot, there's a lot of experience, experience in the class, in the class as, well. as well so me coming me in, coming in um, being my, being my first year of the late models, models as, me as a rookie and, and um, not, having not having as much as much experience, experience as they do you have to you have to learn their earn their respect, respect on the racetrack um as well as well as off so it takes it takes one of those things time i mean i've always um 
I've always, I've always tried to, tried to focus, focus on, on being a clean, racer, clean racer and, and um, making, making, making opportunities, opportunities um, without, without having, to, having to, to push somebody around, around the racetrack. So, um, um, building, building respect, respect with, uh, with the, uh, the uh, more experienced uh, drivers, drivers, drivers is absolutely the, the part, of, part of it. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like to push people around the racetrack because that's not how I want to be raced. So. Um, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna race clean and as fast as I can, and we're gonna, we're gonna race as hard, we're gonna race as hard, we're gonna race as hard as we can. Hard as we can. Um, but let's um, keep, let's it, keep clean. it clean. So that's, that's how, that's I, how like I like to think about it. Now take us into, uh, you know, you know, what it's like to actually, you know, stop into the big cars and the speed that those vehicles are capable of. I mean, I've never been in one. I know my in-laws have been a ride along, and I mean, it's fast. And even, and even when, when you watch, watch like, like the big, big dogs and, and the NASCAR, NASCAR, you know, they, they are, are mentally tough, tough no, no doubt about it, about it. But, they but they do admit they're, they're, they're humans, humans, right? So there, there, there is an element of, you know, somewhat fear that this, this might be my last race and we'll say things. things. Do you, do you ever, ever have any of that fear or is that just something that comes with being a, you know, a racer that you just focus on what you're doing and how do you stay focused? You know, because obviously if they're right in front of you and you have to adjust to to go, to go around, around or whatever, or whatever. That, 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 that poses, poses challenges, challenges too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, no, um, it's, um, it, it, it definitely is, uh, is, a is a little difficult. difficult. Um, um, you know, you know, for me, for me, when, once we get once down, we get down to, race, to the race, um, um, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't worry about, about my, my schoolwork. I don't worry about, about what my friends, what my friends are doing. None of that. I'm like, I'm there. We're racing, and it's just a different mindset when I'm at the racetrack. We have, we have a goal. As far as far as the wrecks and getting hurt. Um, I don't, I don't have, have an ounce of fear in my mind about that. that. You know, that's, um, I, I've, I've seen the way the, the cars were built, all the safety we wear, all the fire extinguishers, um, that are ran, that are ran through the car. The car. Uh, they're uh, built, they're built to keep you safe. safe. So, um, as far as running into hitting the wall or running into another car, being, being tied down with the seatbelt so tight, the impact's pretty strong. It might not, might not look like it, but. Uh, it, uh, it can wrap your brain a little bit, and it goes back to that. It really, it really goes back to the mental you know, strength, strength, and, and staying focused, and, focused and, and not letting not that rattle rattle your cage too much. So, yeah, other than that, I think it's super, super safe. So, so what's the fastest you've gotten in a race with other cars? Not, not training, not trying to get pole position. You know, on a pre-track run, pre-race run. You know, in a in a race, other cars on there. What's, What's the, the highest, highest miles per hour you've gotten to? So down so in Madera, it's, Madera, it's, a, it's third a third mile track. Um, it's got um, progressive, progressive braking, braking, so um, um, the banking of the track, track continues, continues the higher you go higher up, you go up track, track. So it allows, it allows for, for a lot of two-lane racing. racing. Um, um, everyone everyone in, the class, in the class, all, all the on the same motor. So we're doing all got about 350, 360 horsepower. And, and uh, right, at right at the end of the straightaway, we're at 80, 81 miles an hour. So, so um, when there's, when there's you know, 20, 26 cars, cars on the racetrack, the racetrack and you're all going, all going into the corner doing 80, 80, 80 miles an hour, and side by side, by side, exciting, exciting. So, so um, um, that's about that's as about quick as we'll going there. Going there. But, but yeah, yeah. So, so explain, explain to us a little bit. I mean, I know in the, you know, dirt track world and some of the, you know, the lower levels, uh, it, 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 it's, it's a passion, passion but sometimes, sometimes a hobby. hobby. I mean, it's, it's tough, tough to make ends meet. Uh, how, how do you tell us a little bit about behind the scenes? How does that work as you move up? Is it something where you personally, or your dad, or your family, or you hire somebody um, to raise sponsors, or is it just strictly you just make your earnings? Explain how that dynamic works um, with racing as you're progressing up the ladder. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so back when, back I, was when I was about 13 years, 13 years old, 13 years old, 13 years old um, my dad started, started me on the building, building relationships with people and, people and, and uh, you know, on, the, on, the on the partnership side, side, the business side of racing. Side of racing. Um, um, I use the 80-20 rule when I talk, when about, I talk about racing. racing. Uh, it's 80% business, 20% percent race. racing. And, and um, um, there's a lot of business that goes on behind the scenes. Um, 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 to, make sure, to make sure we have the stickers, stickers on the car and the support to get to the racetrack and, and all that. And all so that. so um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a first generation, first generation, generation racer in my family. Um, so, um, so you know, my dad, my dad, he raced, he raced for one for year, one year um, on some dirt go karts back, back when he was about, he was about 12, 12 years old. So he doesn't have the experience of doing it for 25, 30 years. So moving up the ranks, building relationships with people and really networking. Um, is, is, the, is the name of the game. Um, um, we, we, we have been working behind the scenes, but as a kind of the front, front work, work of stuff, of stuff um, I do all, I my, do own all my own business meetings, and all my own email set up, business meetings, stuff like that. I was in Seattle last month for a week to go up there for a business meeting. So there's lots of that. It only continues the higher up you go. As the, as the cost, the cost of, racing of racing increases, increases which it is a, 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 a very costly sport, sport. It, really, it really does take, a, take, a, take an army, take an army to, make to, to make it happen. And, and um, so I'm, so I'm very, very grateful for all my partners that I have. And very good. They started, they started as relationships, relationships and now they've turned into very good friendships. It's all about relationships and who you know. So every day every day you know, working, you know, working, on, working on working on building, building relationships, relationships setting meetings and, 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 and um, making, making sure, sure that the bases are covered so so, uh, so uh, tell me, me is it the car or the driver, driver? which matters, matters more, more? <laughs> well my well, dad my dad always, always said racing when you have to race a three-legged stool you got the car set up the driver driver and you're in you're in so in this in this class the engine, the engine is eliminated, eliminated from, from the everyone's, everyone's got the same, got the same stuff. stuff. So it really, so comes, really down comes down to set up, set up, and the driver. And, the driver. Um, and if you don't, if you don't have, you don't have one, of one of those three things, the stool falls, falls over. So, so it's, uh, it's, it's a combination, combination of all of it. Y'all got to be together, together um, between myself, myself, the driver, and my crew, Charlie Wilson, along with my team. We all, we all work together on saying, "Hey, this works for me. This works for you. Let's put our brains together and come up with something that'll work for all of us." Um, it really, it is really is a, a three-legged three -legged stool. Yeah, yeah tell, tell us a little bit about, about your, your, your team. team. I mean, do they, uh, do they, they had, to, you know, they, they working on that car like constantly every day. day. I mean, how, how do they, uh, how do how they, they get, get it prepared for how, how the way you like it? Like it. I mean, in, in terms of obviously you prepare sometimes you have the ability to practice and all that stuff, but. I'm sure, I'm sure you know, a, lot a lot of people, people just see races and drivers, but there's, there's a, lot a lot of preparation, especially getting, getting that car ready to what you, you want it to be uh, for races to make sure that you're successful. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a, lot a, lot of, uh, a lot of work that goes on in the shop. shop. Um, unfortunately, since we're since up in Idaho, Idaho and the car down in California, I don't get a partaking match of that. But there's a lot. We've got Rob and Tommy and Denny. And Charlie, and Charlie, those are the, the main three guys, guys that are at the, the shop, shop every day. Every day. Um, whether, it's whether it's cleaning it, cleaning it off, off to make sure it looks pretty, pretty or, or uh, repairing it from the last race, race. Um, we're, always, we're always trying, we're trying to go trying forward. To go forward. And, and uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. So, so it's one of those, one of those things, things that once the car gets done with the race, it goes back to the shop. And really, really go through every nut and make sure we're not scraping the bottom of the oil pan. There's no leaks anywhere. We want to make sure everything's straight. There's no bendles, nothing like that. So 
there's a lot there's of that, a lot that, that goes into it. So it takes a a good, a good guy to make sure that, sure that gets the race tracking one piece. So, um, you know, you like you mentioned, there is, there is so much so behind, behind the scenes, the scenes that most, that most people, people race the racing, but there's weeks, there's weeks, of, and weeks of preparation that goes, that goes into it. Yeah, yeah we're here with Jacob, Jacob Smith, Smith and uh, Kenny, Kenny Shepard, the uh, owner of uh, Madera Speedway, has joined us. And Kenny, uh, you know, we're going to start with you talking a little bit about Jacob, and then, you know, we're going to ask some questions about your Speedway and about you a little bit afterward. If you're, you're okay, okay with that? that. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, for sure. You know, uh, you know, you know, Jacob Stone, he lives in Idaho, and he flies into these races, and, and you know, you know I, I, I had a phone conversation with him, and says, you're kind of collecting a lot of the good young drivers uh, out there right now. Uh, tell, tell us uh, where, where Jacob's at and how, how, how well he's, he's doing. doing. I think, I think um, Jacob, um, Jacob's doing very well. well. I just about one our junior late model championship last year. Uh, junior, uh, late junior late models, models uh, began, uh, began in 2016 on MAV TV. Uh, we've been on, uh, on MAV TV with our program since 2015. Uh, the, the pilot, pilot series, series was shot in 2013. I came up with the concept of the, of the junior, junior late model series, series in 2006. I'm real good friends with Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush and watching Kyle, Kyle Bush come up, come up as well as, well as other, other youngsters. I just felt like there was a need for a series, a series very high-profile high for the elite, elite young, young kids, kids from the United States, States uh, to, get uh, to get a jump and jump on, jump on their careers, careers and, and train the train best, the best of the best to be the future stars. Star. So, so it's been a very, very popular program. We've had kids from, from England, England, Canada, Canada Mexico, Mexico, all the United States. It's been absolutely amazing what we've been able to do. And Jacob's is right there in the line of the other stars that have gone ahead of him from the junior series, like Cole Custer, Custer, Haley Haley Deegan, Jesse Love, Joe Joe East, to name a few. I can go on and on. A lot of the kids are on their way up top of the sport right now. So I think Jacob's on a good trajectory to follow in line. Great young man, really good driver. Very good representative of the sport. So we're very excited. He's a graduate of our gym. He's now the pros this year. He's probably told you. We're very excited for what his potential is down the road. Can you tell, tell us a little, little bit about, about your track? track. We, had we had a good chat with Jacob a little, little bit, trying, trying to get some, some uh, you know, how, how, how the parameters work and a few of those type of things. But, you know, you we're, we're here up in uh, the frozen tundra in North Dakota where our racing season is certainly a lot shorter. But I'm assuming, you know, how do you guys set your schedule? I mean, you know, designing for specific race nights. Obviously, your season probably gets to go a lot longer with your better weather. But how do you how do you manage your track in terms of getting different levels, different, you know, style of racing? And stuff like that, that and to fit, fit it on your track, track within a schedule, schedule that's, that's not, not going to you know, over-inundate fans, fans, but yet, yet give them a good, good experience. experience. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, actually I'm actually fairly familiar, familiar with your territory. 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 I, grew I grew up in Iowa, Iowa a family all over Minnesota. Minnesota. So, uh, so uh, my dad was, my dad was military, and that's how we ended up here. So I'm used to those condensed snowy seasons. Here we're able to start our race season pretty much March 1st and February even, and we can go clear into November. Um, the Madera um, Speedway, Speedway is, is famous, famous for, for this, this Fresno, Fresno territory, Central California, really, really famous for uh, being a being portal, portal to the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Speedway. Speedway. So from so the Vukovic family, family, uh, the, family uh, the Gerhardt family, Gerhard family, family um, from, the from the 50s and into the 60s, the 60s I'm just, I'm just, the Madera Speedway in particular is really famous as it, as it came into its current location in 1971 where we're at right now. Prior to that, from right after World War II, it was right across the street. It's half a one-third mile pay so, um, so um, the, track the track was always, was really famous, famous for, for um, 
uh, in that territory, in that territory, territory the Fresno Territory, Fresno territory connection. Um, what, what myself, myself coming, you know, up, coming in up in the Federalite Federalite Southwest, Southwest Tour, Winston West, and West, now Arca, Arca. Um, growing, um, up, growing around, up around you know, race, you know, race, Kevin Harvick, Harvick and Ron Day, and, and Greg Biffle, and Kurt Bush, all those guys. Um, um, there was, there was a, lot a lot of movement from the late model program up into tours out here. What I did was continued on. 2006, I still wasn't finished with my racing. I ended up as one of four guys to revive the infamous Altamont Speedway, probably more famous the rolling, stones, the rolling stones is racing. racing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then in, then in 2000, going into 2007, we had a smile. I'm actually a Dale Jr. The other people are working on a documentary and a lost tracks program. So we're doing stuff about them. That's a whole other story. So, so 2007, 2007 uh, the Madera Speedway was closed. We picked it up, started running, running just kind of rebuilt, rebuilt it. it. And I envisioned this program to, to basically build, build this build foundation, foundation that a lot, a lot of us got to got experience, experience in, the, in the 90s. And, 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 and again, a more of a modern touch to provide kids like Jacob an opportunity to go up in the sport and connect to the highest levels. Coming back, coming from, back from Sonoma, Sonoma Raceway, we tie the Madera Speedway with a lot of, a lot of friends in NASCAR, and so we're, so we're setting up a field, field trip. Field trip. Uh, we're actually, uh, we're actually producing Iona Edition to the Speedway, speedway and, and a couple of, a couple of other companies, companies that started, started um, the production, production company that's now, now well, televises our program, our program on Mad TV. Um, so, um, we so we also do the West Coast, West Coast Motorsports, Motorsports Hall of Fame. Fame. We film we that from Mav TV. TV. Uh, Ralph, Ralph the host, the host, and work on, work on some fairly high-profile high projects. Um, so I'm just so coming, coming back from, back from uh, that, that organization we're working on right now. We will be hosting the new Turn 11 complex there during Cup Weekend, a second week in June, and we're We'll take, we'll take five, five of our top, of our top young prospects, prospects up there and connect them with cup owners and team owners, team owners and sponsors, and sponsors, and they just get full access, access to the place and we connect them, connect them to the sport as best we can. can. So I'm really excited, I'm really excited about, about what we've done with Speedway. I've been there 16 years. years. This vision, vision that I had to create this televised series kind of ties everything from my uncle's racing in the Midwest to my racing and ties a lot of things that I learned together from marketing and television and provide a platform for these kids to come up in. Hey, Jacob, Jacob, why don't, why don't you, you uh, tell us, uh, you know, what, what Kenny's, Kenny's done for you and for some young drivers and bringing them together and maybe, you know, uh, navigating navigate your way through, through the business and the skill portion and, you know, and the access to, you know, to this industry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Kenny's a, a, a huge, jab, huge jab for, for, for young, young drivers, drivers, especially in, um, um, you know, coming, coming up for sports. So the program that you're doing Madera is, is pretty phenomenal. phenomenal. Um, um, it's very unique, very unique for any other program in the nation, in the world for that. So it's really awesome to be racing with the best competition, you know, that are older than me and the same age as me. It's a lot of fun. So I know Kenny's touched a lot of people, and I'm grateful that he's helped me. You know, you know, through some, through some, through some struggles, struggles, but, uh, but uh, no, he's, no, he's, uh, he's got a, 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 a huge, a huge hand, hand, and he and wants, he to, wants see to see all the, all the drivers, all the drivers succeed. succeed. And, and um, so, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really quite, quite cool, quite cool what, what he does in there. You know, you know uh, question, question kind of for both of you, and Ken kind of touched on a little bit of on, on the production side, which is awesome. Um, um, is, is that, that kind of built out of necessity, or is that just, you know, enhancing the fan experience? Because, you know, you know, today's, today's day and age, you know, kids, kids are always on their phones and everybody's on social media and those type of things. And so, and so my, my question, question to you, uh, Kenny, and then second, second part is, you know, to, to you, Jacob, is, you know, is that, that 
an absolute necessity in terms of how you view the overall production of your races. Um, it catches another set of eyes, and I'm sure it probably, you know, in some respects can hurt sometimes at, at the gates as Bolton and I are coaches, and we've noticed that in the last year. And then, and then the, the question, question, second part, part was for you, Jacob, is are you, are you able, able to use that, that footage to sell your sponsors? Now you've got, if you can, you know, catch, catch clips of yourself and being able, able to show, you know, your sponsors, sponsors that's, that's a huge bonus. bonus. Instead, instead of just showing a pamphlet, pamphlet and saying, you know, you, you can, can get, get a spot on my car or whatever, whatever here's, here's where, where I am, you know, those type of things. Yeah, so, yeah, so um, um, very, very, very good questions. The first element for me is a necessity. It was a necessity. It was pretty innovative what we did with our MAV TV production, what we do with our live streams. But it really came from 2006. I was sitting up to my friend of mine that's a driver happy to be visiting that weekend. And we were and talking, we were talking about, Kyle, about Kyle Bush coming up, come up, coming up, coming up to, to the trucks, and he was a little, was a little too young, young ready to race a little bit, and didn't. And I had, and I had identified that, that you know, there was so much demand, demand on the drivers, drivers to do it much faster, faster than, we than we did. My era, my era, friends with Aaron Irving, could be 30 years old and still become a cup star now, so that was changing. So originally, the program was designed out of necessity to actually... Um, be, able be able to, 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 move, to move forward with, um, with the program with, program with your juniors, with your juniors much, earlier. much earlier. As far as, far as, the, as the TV show, show um, once we um, got, once to, we got pilot to pilot 2013-2015, it's just a matter of build, build a platform where the best, the best of the best, of the best can, can come together, together. The, top the top drivers can come together, together. the top young, top young talent. One of the, the misconceptions, by, by the way, is people think we're looking for 100 kids. We're not. We look for the top 16 kids, and we really have to scour the entire country. And we want to put those top 15 stars together on a stage on national TV with a lot of pressure, cameras, basically a program, and trying to build Who's the best? Who's the best? Now, what now what happened? happened and it, and it, and it, tie into question the necessity of what does it attract? My product of that was that 2017. Um, we, um, had we had something so much, so much bigger than, than any local racetrack. Race um, you know, when, um, you know, when you've got a, a reach, reach of 250,000 fans, fans on a national TV, TV show, and we've got and other we've got media, media contracts that are actually pushing, pushing some, some of our content overseas. Uh, we have uh, we other, other after-school programs that are tied media, and all of a sudden exploded, and we built a really, really big stage for our drivers to get publicity from. So that was a way of byproduct. And then with the live streams, COVID, we did something really innovative live stream during, during COVID, COVID and, and, and grew a huge, huge audience on that as well. So, so I would say, I would say the necessity to reach, reach with the kids to buy product wasn't, wasn't accidentally, certainly there was a big marketing, marketing we adjusted, adjusted to, but originally, originally it was just to provide the best, best stage, stage for the, for the best, best young talent to go head to head to head live television that ended up being taken to land television. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, no, I think uh, uh, on, on, Kind of back kind of back up to, to, to what Kenny's life the live streams. I know all, I know of, my all of my partners. Sound, sound unfortunate. unfortunate. We haven't had we haven't the, had the, the first few years of live streams. Um, um, but they've been, but they've been all asking, asking, hey, where can I watch the race? Where can I watch this? And as of last year, now the now the map race races are almost almost done with the coming out of coming out of map It's it's pretty awesome to take that fully fully you know produced race and and show it show it to my my partners or take little snippets of it and and that kind of put together. A little, little, little montage. montage. Um, it's something, it's something that's, more that's more tangible. tangible that you can see versus, versus just you know, a piece of paper, paper that, that you're looking at. And, and, and um, something that's tangible. tangible. So, um, from the marketing, from the marketing side, side of things, things it's, it's a huge, huge bonus, bonus um, to, the racing, to the racing part of it. So, it helps, it a, lot helps a lot with the business side, side um, along, along with building the excitement for it. 
that's that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. And probably, probably you know, you for, for you, you spends, spends. It looks like you're kind of advanced in the business side for for a kid your age. That that's probably a bigger boost to you than for most. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I love I love the business side of things, and and so that's a that's a that's a huge help to it. So, so Kenny, now I'm, I'm not, not a big, big race guy. guy. I'm pretty, uh, you, know, you know, I don't know a whole lot about it. My dad absolutely is just dialed into all of it. He loves all of those speed channels and whatnot. Uh, I got a question for you, and, uh, and this is I put I told people here locally that, that you were coming on, and so this is the number one question that they had for uh, for you. Tell us. Okay, okay, the, the difference, difference of the, the, the crate, crate engine, engine, you know, versus, versus the open, open engine, you know, and, and what has the crate engine done to the open engine builders, you know, in the, in the United States? States. Is it, and am, am I posing that question correctly? correctly? Yeah, spot, yeah, spot on. on. Actually, actually um, very well. Very well. Um, it, was, it was, for me, for me personally, personally, I'm not a crate, crate engine, engine guy, believe it or, believe it or not, but being, being an innovator of this pro-late model, and in addition, in addition to doing the junior late class, class prior to that, we started, we started this pro-late model, model class, class in the mid to late 2006, and it was really the theory was trying to find a platform rules-wise where the most talented drivers would come to the front, where our sport has kind of migrated toward money first, talent second. Um, so, um, so being a, being a young, young, young kid, might come from, from Iowa, Iowa corn farmers, 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 uh, I saw, I that, saw is, that is it was very, very important, important for two reasons. Use the, use the crate engine versus the open, the open engine. engine. Again, again, open, open, open engine, engine like hot rod, hot rod, or dad's hot rod, build, build, build you know, anything, anything from scratch. But, but um, two things, two things. We need a very cost-effective combination. So when so I started, when I started with the 602 Chevrolet crate engine, $3,100, $3,000 delivered. It's a little bit more than that now. For a race engine of 100 races, crazy cheap. And, and we had we the had open the open engine combination, combination. So, the, so the tours the tours that Kevin Harvick came from the NASCAR Federalized South was really famous famous for a long for a long time. Um, that's um, that's for Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, 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 so, 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 so it's it, 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 you know, it, some parameters, parameters those, those that had it, had it, not, we had, we had obviously, obviously five, six, seven engines, a lot of bad, you know, cars, cars, cars and stuff. So what I came, so what up, I came up with was allowing, allowing that big expense engine, engine to compete, but I came, but up, I came up with combination A and B. Combination A was 602 Chevrolet Crate, combination B had a little more overall weight, less, less upside weight, so it was a little harder on the right side tires. And that was a big open engine that we competed with. And, and then, then, and then what, we, what did we did that was, that was probably, 
Dwayne. Riggs here, you know, he's he was a hockey coach, I was a soccer coach. We had talked at great length about the Gretzky era when it was like seven out of eight Canadians in the NHL. And, and it just wasn't, wasn't as competitive, competitive as it is now. Mm-hmm. Do you see a future of racing where you, you hit this, this next generation where the skill level, you know, at NASCAR or wherever just, just explodes? Or do you think yes, that yes. Uh, it's, it's going to be, be the same, same as it was? No, no, it will explode. explode. Something, something I think, I think that my, my, one of the bigger legacies of what we have done, done is, is um, we, um, we hit the reset, reset button rules, rules, procedures, procedures um, took, the took the marketing to the next, to the next level. level. And, I, and, and, I, and I think what we have been able, been able to do, do is, is reset, reset the stage, the stage where 10 years from now you'll see so much young talent at the cup level. It'll be unbelievable what actually takes place. And we've got a lot of that talent going up right now. So I think what what have, have, let me do that call. Call. Oh, okay, okay. Back there, back sorry, there, about sorry about that. Um, so, so what, what, we'll, what have we'll have is yes, so, so much, so much talent, talent above, above from this from this program, program. And not, not just from our race track. What happened was we came up with the rule set 2006 to 2009 window. We came we came up with the TV concept 2012. We launched the series, and one of the one of the most important components to this ad, we've got we've got the crate engine, the tall We still have still have this big expensive opening on the other side. But the most the most important component was going to retirement. Manufacturers and and I, I have a I have dirt, dirt racing background. background that, that migrated, migrated to paper racing. I went, I went up. So the so the concept was a, a dirt, dirt style treaded tire, tire with a, with a pavement, pavement side sidewall that would withstand the cornering the G-force corner corner. But a tire but a tire that, that used multiple, multiple races, races, multiple laps, laps would heat cycle better, and it just wouldn't wear out. Wear so out. So we took also also that tire tire only allows so much horsepower on the ground. So the best best drivers with with a good feel of the car. It's about talent and the Drivers and the drivers that had a that lot of checkbook just didn't have this Indy car style tire, tire, tire gluing the car to the track. The track. So the talent, so the talent comes forward. forward. And so, and so the, the biggest thing was the fact that when we started, when we started the pro late models years ago, years ago we, were we were really, really the only ones. ones. And now, and now this tire and 602 package is combination nationwide right now. So I think this will allow a lot of the talent forward. A whole other topic on this is the problems we have. I think some of the struggles that's happened even at the top of the sport with NASCAR is the is fact, the fact that, that it is, it is too, much too much money, money first. first. Um, it's um, way, it's too way too much, much money, money, money first, talent second. second. Whereas, whereas in the past, higher, higher, higher the higher past, the driver, driver the past the past is done, you've got, you've got the, the owners, owners have all the spots around the ground, the driver's running a lot of money table to table. I've been really vocal about that on our MAD TV show and different opening monologues that I do on TV and I'll never change my opinion to be talent first. Well, we really appreciate you guys coming on. This has been super informative. I really hope our Nodex Speedway fans uh, log, log in, in here, here and I, I hope, hope maybe, maybe one, one day one of our, our hot shot young drivers can make it over to Madeira. But I'd, but I'd like you to finish with just, just tell, tell people how to get on, on the MAV TV and see your race. You know, you just, know, just uh, why, why don't you pitch, pitch a little bit, bit to let, let people know, like, like me, a sports fan, how to access it. And then also a plug for Jacob too, where we find, I'm sure you probably got on either website or social media or whatever, we can follow along on your journey too. April 30th is your next race, right, Jacob? Yeah, that's yeah, the next, next, next one. Yeah, I yeah, want to see, see that. that. Yeah, April, yeah, April 30th, 30th is uh, round, round three, three for Jacob and the Lunker Daddy Pro Late Model Series. Round three, three, three in that same, same region, which is 51 Junior Late Model Series. 
Um, um, as far as, as, as MAP-TV, uh, there's, uh, there's 90, 90 plus, plus distributors, DirecTV being, being the biggest, biggest one, it's 214 on Direct. Our show, Our show is every Monday, Monday night, 7, 7 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, every single every Monday, Monday, Monday night. night. Um, um, we have, we have, uh, uh, we have, we have 22, 22 episodes, episodes a year, so they'll, so they'll you'll see the 2022, 2022 episodes plus 22 reruns. reruns. Uh, so, uh, so one week is a brand new episode, the next week is a rerun. Actually, actually old, old is California Dream 100, uh, which, uh, which the gentleman that helps me with that is in. There's another gentleman in Canada that helps with that event. There's a lot of Canadian cars that support cylinder. National event, we help them with four cylinder cars from all over the Midwest. They will, they'll be on next Monday night, and that's our 22nd episode of Last, last year's season. season. So, so Mad TV, two fourteen on direct. If you look, you look um, different. Different which on which region you're in. Um, um, the best way, the best way, is, way is to just go to madtv.com. Very bottom of the homepage. So get Mad TV. I'll show you where all the distributors are. Hey man, that was an informative interview. We love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you guys having us on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we had another great episode, had a good dive into to racing and understanding how that all intricate works with Jacob and Kenny. It was awesome. Next week's going to be exciting. Spainer's going to hit the road. He's getting sick of all the snow and watch a little track and field out on the East Coast. And we also got a great interview with the big tandem from Grafton. You're not going to want to miss it. So make sure you follow our TikTok, social media, all the platforms. Great episode here on the Spainer and Rigs podcast brought to you by the Dakota Network.